growing up, I wanted to be all of these things. And hello, everybody. So before we begin, I just want to say that this is just the highlights. This is not the actual recording. If you want to see the actual raw recording and all that, I can post it on here later on in a far later stage, uh, likely after I'm done with all the interviews, or I can put it on another channel. Either way, if I can, I'm going to be giving it to the person who I do the interview with because it's their interview with me. Um, so go check them out if you want the actual footage before it gets posted on here. In fact, even if it's on here already, go check them out anyways because they're, they're good at what they do. Go check out their footage because I'm interviewing them for a reason. I'm interviewing them because they're actually good at what they do. And frankly, I find that they actually care about the people that everything goes on for. That they give their content to. Their product, whatever it is. And usually they have some kind of talent. Whether it be their voice, their music, their content, their art. Whatever it be. They have some kind of talent that I think is worth checking out. So, without any further ado, here's the recording, or at least the highlights. I'll see you there. All right, everybody, we're here with the Godfather. Let's get right on into this. So, what inspired you to start streaming? Um... I really had been playing Xbox for pretty much my entire life, and I've always seen streamers for the past, you know, five or six years growing up and traveling, and I just, I had some buddies on Xbox that said that, you know, I, I talk a lot, unfortunately, <laughs> and they said that I have a good speaking voice or whatnot, and they said I should go ahead and try it, and I did, I've enjoyed it so far, as well as people at my work, uh, one of my biggest skills is to be able to speak on the spot and have a um an, a general atmosphere or a just an ambiance that i know what i'm talking about so that's just something that i was told was a good skill to bring to the whole streaming community and that's what kind of inspired me was having my friends as well as just thinking that i may be good at it and why not give it a shot yeah yeah wonderful great. now what do you think of the greatest challenge well was or is um, greatest challenge just in terms of streaming or everything? In everything, really. Everything, like, lifetime? Are we talking... That's up to you to decide. So, I'll give you two answers then. One in terms of streaming and one in terms of lifetime. So, um, lifetime was really diversifying what I'm about. So, um, you know, growing up, I had family members that were, you know, all about church or all about, you know, making money. And there was never any, any mixture or anything like that. And, uh, growing up, I wanted to be all of these things. And so, um, when I finally moved out of my parents' house at 18, I immediately figured out that, you know, I did want to have a big old mixture of what I wanted in my life. I wanted to have a family. But at the same time, I wanted to keep up my hobby of gaming and now streaming. I wanted to still um, practice religion if I wanted to. I wanted to be able to have these outside investments and all these different things. And it was important to me to get a good 
culmination of all of these things into my life and be able to make them shared. And so that my biggest challenge, I would say, is making sure that all of them are balanced and have their good amount of time. Um, anybody with a family or a wife or a husband knows that um, it's very hard to put them first, but at the same time, pursue your hobbies. And so it's important to, you know, be open with them about what your goals are. You know, my goals are um, to love, love doing this streaming thing and continue doing it. And that being said, uh, I make sure I tell her about everything, you know, oh, I got a, a donation last night. I got a subscriber. I met a really cool person on stream last night. I met a friend named Negwa, whatever it may be. I tell her about it so she understands my, that this still is my passion and I'm not quitting or anything like that. So she understands that this is serious and this is one of my dreams. And then my biggest streaming, excuse me, my biggest streaming um, challenge has been keeping a schedule not only for streaming, but for content creation in general. Um, my my brand is built around helping people. I help people with discords constantly. I help people understand all these different facets of being a successful streamer and all these different ways to become a successful streamer and ways to start, what, what to implement in your stream, all these different things. That's what I'm building my YouTube to be. That's what I'm building you, uh, videos for. That's what I do on Twitter, Instagram and all these things and building a schedule to make sure that all of these different cogs are turning in the same motion and showing the same brand and building a reputation for myself has probably been my biggest challenge. And so um, I would say the thing that makes me able to conquer this on a day-to-day -day basis is being able to schedule these things. I know I just answered my own challenge with my own uh, word, but I mean, my clock, my calendar, you know, when I wake up, I go on my run, second I'm done, I literally hit my Twitter, my Instagram, my clutch, my Facebook, and eventually my YouTube. That's about it for now. I hit up my uh, discords as well, all with some type of message, something like that, making sure I get that first touch. And then I update things throughout the day, having different calendar invites and things like that to myself has really helped me at least accomplish that challenge. But those are my biggest challenges. Hmm. And one of the things you said was, uh, it doesn't really that I thought that I heard, was a lot of the time people think that, oh, there's a problem here. I just do one thing and I fix all of them. It, that's the one thing that stopped me from doing things. In reality, it's kind of a thing of everything and just solving one thing, maybe it solves it, but it might also make one other thing harder as well. Of course. Yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying. It's, um, for, for a good example would be people saying, you know, I'm stuck on zero viewers and um, I don't get it. I stream. 12 hours a day, seven days a week, why aren't people coming in watching me? And so what this creates is an issue that they need more people. That's the base issue. They want more viewers, but are they willing to put in what the work equals to get it to that point? And that's like what you said, it creates another issue. And once you even go further down that, do they want to have to manage an Instagram? Do they want to have to manage a Twitter? Now we get even further. Do they have the money to pay somebody to manage these things as a social media manager? All these different things, it just builds upon each other. And of course, as a first beginner, you want to, you're going to have to pretty much do it all yourself. Yeah, yeah. And again, a lot of people don't really realize that. So I asked you what your greatest challenge was. What do you think your greatest strength and or favorite thing about streaming is? My favorite thing about streaming and my greatest strength are I have always been an excellent public speaker. 
I'm very articulate. I've got a pretty good vocabulary. And at the end of the day, I tend to put forward this image of knowing what I have I'm saying, even if I don't know what I'm talking about, I know how to spitball it and make it sound like I do. Now, this isn't to say that I'm over here BSing people or anything, but what I'm getting at is um, if I don't know something, I can make it sound like I do and get back to you with the answer. And that's the important part. My favorite part about streaming and that intertwine in the fact that I am... Um, my platform and my brand are built all upon helping new streamers and building an audience where people can come into my chat and by the time they left, leave maybe an hour later or 20 minutes later, they've gained friends, a networking area to network in, several Discord places to go, a better understanding of some type of topic, whether that be social media, how to post to Instagram, how to post to Twitter, how to grow, whatever it may be, whatever it is, they've gained better knowledge, they now understand things better, whatever it may be. That my favorite thing is being able to provide people with a spot and tools to network better and to get people to affiliate, of course, but that's a secondary effect. Yeah. That's just like, that's just part of the group. That's like, the, that's the, the free drink you get with the meal. That exactly. Uh, what do you, th- I know that you play a lot of games. So what do you think is your favorite game on or off stream? Doesn't matter. It really depends on what mood I'm in. So I I like to categorize things. And so my categories for gaming really go um, streaming. Am I really going to have a long time to play and get lots of things done? Or am I multitasking? So those are my three categories. Basically, am I completely dedicated to just playing Xbox right now? Am I streaming or... Am I multitasking? So if I'm streaming, it's going to be something where I have hardcore uptimes and then a lot of downtime. So Battle Royale is my favorite streaming game is Apex Legends. Love Apex Legends. I absolutely love the game. What they've done with it at Respawn Entertainment is amazing. Their marketing campaign for it, super duper cheap, but better than anything I've ever seen. They were the first to do it and really kicked the door down for that. And I love it. It's awesome. Um, they have created a game that especially for streamers is perfect they can come in stream and game and talk what little they can with chat and then after the game while they're waiting to see their scores and loading up the next game changing their loadouts things like that they can uh, interact with chat and that's why i love that for streaming now if i'm dedicating a lot of time to gaming and that's all i'm focused on that's my second category I love games like Assassin's Creed Black Flag. I don't ever stream it. I, I don't think I have streamed it yet, just because uh, by the time that I set up my actual stream, it is I have already made it probably 73% of the way through the game. But I'm a huge 100% completionist. And so, for example, I have a save on Oblivion where I have over 3,000 hours. And I have completed every single quest. I went through that book that you can buy at GameStop back in the day. And I literally put a check mark next to every single item, every single quest, every single thing, and had 100% completion on Oblivion. Never got around to doing it on Skyrim, maybe one day, um, but that's what I've been doing for Assassin's Creed. So when I don't have anything else to do, which isn't a lot of times nowadays, um, that's what I put in because I'm gonna play, and I know for a fact I'm gonna get sucked into it for hours upon end. Now, 
My last one, this is the one that I find myself in a lot when I'm not actually playing or not actually streaming. And I would say there's two two games. So um, it would be Overwatch. Overwatch is super duper fun, but I do have to pay hardcore attention to it when I'm actually in. So Godfather's having shitty internet, so let's do a transmission. I will see you there. Sorry about that, everyone. We're back now with Godfather. Let's get right back into it. So you were saying your most favorite game? All right. So my most favorite game to play when I don't or when I do have stuff to multitask with, whether I'm typing up a tweet, writing something, or editing a video, or whatever it may be, is Sea of Thieves. I really love this game just because it it really is what you make of it. Just kind of like anything else in life, this game really is the epitome of that. It really is all about what you make it, whether that be you're going to roleplay with a couple buddies, that one of y'all is the captain, and the rest of you guys are... Uh, assigned positions or you party up with a bunch of random strangers like just the other day I had an amazing time with you two random Scottish dudes that I got into a game with we were all acting like dumb people it was fantastic I had the, uh, the most amazing time and I couldn't understand what half they were saying most of the time but it was great so I love that game uh, and a lot of role playing games are a lot of fun so I can see where you can do that um, let's see. If you had to describe what you do in one word, what would it be? Again, just for a little clarification, are we talking a full-time job? Are we talking as in my brand streaming, or what are we talking about? Anything. Everything. It's up to you. Okay. So, helpful, helping, I guess, would be my word. I am a huge helper when it comes to anything i i am a huge volunteer type person i love volunteering my time with um veteran organizations with lots of different places helping new streamers helping experienced streamers whatever it may be helping is definitely my word that would be uh, would describe what i'm doing or uh, what i do yeah yeah and a lot of people kind of take it for granted but at the same time you're great at what you do anyways so i appreciate it Put a lot of time and effort into it. Yeah, and now, for those of you who have seen this before, you should know that we are out of questions now, because that is the finale question, and then we move into whatever. So now, Godfather, you can ask me things, you can just talk, whatever you want to do. Okay, so I'll give you my spiel, right? Um, so what is it that... Uh, what are your goals with streaming, Assassin? What do you hope to one day look back and be like, man, I this is my long-term goal and I finally accomplished it when it comes to streaming? When it comes to streaming? Yep. Getting a good PC? <laughs> no. Getting a good PC. Um, for those of you who don't know, I have horrible recording, so that's why I moved on the podcast. Uh, I have terrible internet. I have terrible Xbox right now uh, because it will not seem to record properly. My audio cuts out. My headphones barely even work and my uh, controller keeps dying at random times. Not to mention the quality of at which it records is twash, to be completely honest. Like, it, most of the time you can't even see what's happening on the screen. So, basically my goal, I plan to get back into streaming eventually, but 
for this for the time being, I'm gonna be staying away until I can get a decent enough computer to actually do things. Because how it was a little while ago was not at all useful. Like I couldn't do literally anything on it. In fact, before I left for my trip, um, it wouldn't even turn on. That's the problem with it. So nice. Yeah. So that's it's genuinely my first question that I ask anybody that I quote unquote stream coach or whatever you want to call it. Um, that is my first thing I always ask people is you know what is it that you know really is your goal with streaming and. I know you said that it's uh, you're, you can't stream right now, and so you've moved on to podcasts for the time being, but it still works there, right? Um, yeah. w- what I do and what I teach people still works in this setting. So I'm just going to keep going as if I'm, I'm going to teach you um, what, what it is I typically do, if that's cool with you. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Do whatever you want to do. That. Cool. So how does networking help you and what do you describe networking as? Um, I don't know. I got you. A lot of people say that guy, to be honest. So like networking isn't really my kind of stuff, I guess. I, I don't know. Not networking in the sense of like electronics, but like networking in the sense of, uh, establishing relationships, business or friendship streamer or viewer type deal. Sorry. That makes more sense. Yeah. <laughs> we'll just edit that part out. It's fine. Um, but as for my goals in that, or what it means to me, it would probably be not just a way to get out there, but as a way to make friends, be someone, do something, and help other people more than you can help yourself. That's what I like to do, at least. Uh, if you guys don't know, before I even started streaming, what I would do, I would go into a random small channel every single day and go down there and just be myself and everything talk to people encourage them show up to a few streams over and over and over until the point where like i get a good feeling whether or not they're actually going to be successful or not and if they're successful i let them know and i let them go i have them have fun they can do whatever they want to do if they don't have the things to be the best streamer that they could possibly be I'm going to stay with them because I know they have potential and sometimes the most fun is in the part where they don't know what the hell they're doing. Um, but as for your question, what it means to me is quite a lot. It's actually... How to describe it is more of just a way to get out there. But what I think of it is more different than just that. I would think of it, as I said, more of a way to get out there, be somebody, talk to people, become friends with people, help others, that kind of stuff. Yeah. No, I completely get it. I mean, you hit the nail right on the head and you actually answered my third question, which is, um, how do you do it? You said you already told me what you do. I, and I, I commend you for doing that. That's awesome. But, um, the actual definition of networking, and I like to always put this out there so people understand, you know, upfront what the definition is and what it means to you and me uh, the is the action or process of interacting with others to exchange information and develop professional or social contacts okay so what you said there is a perfect definition of it just in layman's terms right Uh, layman's terms excuse me and what i do is i teach people kind of the foundations and the fundamentals of being a successful streamer taking ideas and merging them into kind of a 
and the kind of a class really that's that's what i do i'm i'm working on an ebook to actually get it um out and get it to where people you know you have a buddy he wants to start streaming he doesn't have jack diddly and you say well here bud uh before you start you know are you going to take this seriously if so read this 15 page thing right and so i classify it and these number systems that i go off of aren't necessarily um a um what order i do them in but more or less what we're going to talk about okay so this even applies to in terms of your podcast right so understand that this can literally go anywhere but the five i break this down into five sections um the first one is the way forward luck and two cups and some of these words are going to make no sense but it's meant that way so it grabs your attention number two is what to implement number three is fscf number four is networking networking and more networking and the version of quality versus quantity and five is wrap up 10 out of 10 two to three divided by three to four and pineapples right what exactly see now your brain's like i want to hear what number five is and that's why that one's the last one so let's uh, what i tell people um when i first meet them whether you know they've been streaming for years and they just can't get past that 10 mark or whether they have a podcast that they want to get out there or whatever it is um you have to think of this as a business you have to understand the difference between your logo and your brand your logo is that pretty little gf you see right above my name the godfather logo but the brand is what people think of when they see that logo and they see that i hope they think that my brand is helping people establish relationships via networking and social media growth via learning different tactics i hope that's what they think of course that's not what everybody thinks because it's not a globally known thing yet but that's what i hope they understand so you got to understand the difference between a logo and a brand first so i always 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 establish this and i'm going to kind of transform this a little bit so it uh, makes more sense towards your podcast but um, i break this down into two cups this is my visualization you have your discoverability cup on the left and you have your quality cup on the right okay most people don't even understand that the discoverability club cup exists but that's what keeps them from growing okay so your quality cup in this case with podcasts the way you'd fill this up with is having entertaining guests on having good topics having a good microphone all these different things that bring you up to the par with the best of the best and increase the quality of the content that you're producing now the thing to understand is the less you fill up in either one of these cups is the more luck it's going to take for people to see your content whether that be Twitch, YouTube, Instagram, social media, whatever it may be, the less you fill up in the quality cup, the more lucky you're going to have to be for somebody to come listen to your podcast and say, you know, he might not have the best mic, but I sure like his entertainment. So, the discoverability cup on the other hand, this is the one that people have no idea exists, is filled with networking, understanding how to use social media reaching out on social media advertising building your brand building relationships and all these things 9 times out of 10 most new streamers haven't even thought of right as a new streamer you hit go live you're like i'm going to be the next ninja not going to happen right yeah, no. ninja streamed for 5 years before he hit 1000 people 5 years before he was the biggest person on Twitch with a thousand people viewing him think about that really hard right 
five years to genuinely grind 100 people today, 110 tomorrow, 115, 120, 300, 500, 900, finally hit 1,000 and didn't stop there, even though he was the biggest. You might not like him. He might be everything you resent in the streaming community, but he grinded his butt off, okay? So moving on, I want to talk a little bit more about networking. And that's my number four thing. So we're going from number one to number four here. Networking, 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 and quality versus quantity. Now, I'm going to try to tie some things into your uh, podcast, but at the same time, some of these may go just towards streamers. Um, Networking, like I said, and like you described, is building relationships, whether professional or social, whether friend or streamer, whether viewer or content creator, whatever it may be, it's establishing a relationship. As a human being, we are selfish. There has to be something to gain in order for us to do it. Whether we're playing video games or getting enjoyment, whether we're talking to somebody, whether we're, whatever it may be, there has to be something you're gaining. Whether it's just a friendship, whether you like this person and you want to help them and that's what you're gaining, whatever it may be, there has to be something to gain. We're not going to do something for nothing. So networking establishes these relationships so that we can get more viewers to our podcasts, our streams, whatever it may be. And so I teach people ways to not only network, but to do it the right way and to do it the quick way. Okay. So I break networking down into two separate groups, quality versus quantity. They're both okay. Right. But one is better than the other. Obviously that's quality and quality engagement and quality networking is kind of like what we're doing now. You invited me to be on an interview and we we've been discussing for an almost, you know, 30 minutes now. Um, this is quality networking. We're going to, we've already been friends. We're only going to get closer by doing this things of that nature. I'm going to come watch your stuff. You're going to come watch my stuff. That's how that works. Whether that means jumping into somebody's chat on stream and becoming friends with their viewers. And then eventually you see them come watch your stream sometime, whatever it may be. Quality networking is really taking the time out of your day, no matter how much it is to essentially build relationships with people to bring them back. Now the quantity networking, now that's the hard one. And it's sometimes taken in the wrong light. Quantity networking, I like to pinpoint one person out specifically for doing this. His name's Reaper of Hugs. He's dope. He has an awesome stream, super high energy, super high guy. If you don't know who it is, you should definitely check him out. His name is Reaper of Hugs 42. And he is dope. Okay. First off, you need to understand he averages a hundred plus viewers per stream. However, he takes time to quality network with people as well as the quantity network with people. When I say quantity, he has a signature couple of emotes. When he sees you live, he'll hop into your chat, drop a few of those emotes and say, dude, thank you so much for tuning in the other day. Hope you're having a great stream. Catch you around sometime. That is called quantity networking. He didn't have but 30 seconds, but he made an impression on me. I like him already. I knew him already. And so that was nothing but positivity for me. I enjoyed it. He enjoyed it. He gained a little bit of a touch and go type of um, network maintaining, I guess, for lack of a better term. So that's what networking really is. Um, That's how I break it down, at least. And when I tell new streamers about networking, they're like, I'm going to have to do that to build my stream. And then I take it a step further and I say, dude, listen, you're going to have to do that more than you stream. And then I tell them, what if I told you you could stream less and get more viewers and their brain just sparks? They're like, what what are you talking about? And I say, look, 
Imagine all of your time creating podcasts or streaming as 10 out of 10, okay? Three out of that 10 should be spent actually recording the podcast or actually streaming or actually creating the content while the other seven out of 10 should be spent networking, social media, meeting new people, establishing advertisements, whatever it may be, but building your brand and building relationships with others. So you should have a seven to three ratio. Now, when I tell people this, they're like, well, then when am I going to stream? And I tell them, look, when you're first starting out, you've got to understand that affiliate is easy to reach, but you got to understand that it's super duper duper imperative that you keep your hours low because if you're just starting out and if you rack up them hours, let's say you have 119 hours at 1.5, you're going to have over 100 more hours at three viewers in order to get yourself to that three mark. And that is hard to do. So keep your hours low. I always recommend to stream two to three hours a week, or excuse me, two to three hours a day, three to four days a week. Um, that's my two to three divided by three to four. Um, so next I'll go into my third point, which is FSCF. And this is my anagram that I teach everybody. This is really how to get yourself out of the zero viewer range, as well as to really really kind of spark what's going to get you started in your streaming world. Um, the first one is F and it is standing for friends. Friends are something we all have, whether that be um, from social media, real life, whatever it is. If you establish with these people that, you know, you have a podcast, that you have a stream and that you would really, really, really appreciate it if they came and watched it, even if it doesn't mean actually watching it, but just clicking on the podcast or just opening up a tab, you're getting yourself out of that zero viewer range. That is so imperative in streaming, and I'm sure it's imperative when it comes to podcasts because having, having zero views, terrible. Is it imperative in podcasts? Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, actually, when I first started this, uh, I had told Groovy Fox, Zombie Project, I told pretty much all of my friends that this was going on, that I had a podcast now and they should check it out if they have time or something. Because if you don't get known, there's no point in making any content in the first place. Like, of course. No one's see it. Yeah. I tell people all the time, what's the point of streaming 99 hours a week to zero viewers? I could tell you that right now, if you implement what I tell you to, you're going to be streaming less hours to way more viewers. You're gonna take that 99 hours, chop it to about 30 hours a week, and stream to 15 to 30 people every time you stream. Point blank period, guaranteed. If you don't like it and you don't like my methods and you wanna go back to doing your thing, beating your head against the wall, go for it. But F stands for friends and that's how you get yourself really out of that zero viewer range. Because I don't know if you remember ever being a viewer on Twitch and nothing else, but before I had intentions of becoming a streamer, I never, ever, ever went down to those people with zero views. And why? Because my first thought is that these people aren't entertaining. They don't know what they're doing. It's a laggy stream. They're inactive. All these different thoughts. And that's why I never looked at those zero viewer streams. It just didn't happen. So the friends is really important to get yourself out of that zero viewer zone. The next two letters, schedule and consistency, are super important. They kind of intertwine together. The schedule, like I talked to you about earlier, is scheduling when to do um, your content, when to, like when you asked me what my biggest challenge was, 
is the schedule when you're going to be live streaming and recording podcasts and schedule when you're going to be networking with people and scheduling when you're going to be posting on social media, all these different things and scheduling them so that you make sure you do them. And keeping it consistent is the next part. Consistency is key. Think about it this way. If Dr. Disrespect on stream was Dr. Disrespect, but then he went on to Twitter and he acted like Dr. Nice Guy, what the hell would you think? I know I wouldn't like it. So, it, it, just, it just wouldn't make sense, right? So you have to stay consistent. And so many people don't understand that. If you're going to change up your brand, if you're going to change what you do on stream, change it everywhere. Act the same across all your social medias because after all, it's not like Walmart or somebody huge, some huge business like that is acting differently on different social medias. At the end of the day, they're all acting like Walmart across all of them. And so that's keeping it consistent. And last but not least is the F. F is so important, dude. It's fun. You have to make sure that you're having fun no matter what you're playing, what you're recording, what you're doing in your podcast, whatever you're talking about. If it's not something entertaining to you, how do you expect somebody else to have fun? doesn't make sense. Not at all. I always end up my little stream coaching sessions with my last three points, pineapples, what to implement, and the wrap-up. Pineapples, right? Why the heck are you teaching me about pineapples? So I use this simile, metaphor, whatever you want to call it. I don't know what it is. But imagine you as a streamer and you as a person are the same thing. You are selling pineapples, okay? On this old country road that nobody ever takes. That's your Twitch stream, okay? Because nobody knows how to get to your stream yet. Yet, right? Nobody's going to come buy your pineapples at your stand because nobody knows how to get there okay think about it this way you're in an old country road out in the middle of nowhere nobody knows how to get there so how do we go about getting you to sell more pineapples or quote unquote getting you more views on twitch well first we upgrade the road nobody wants to drive down a terrible dirty road they want to drive down a nice paved road so we upgrade your your camera equipment your microphone your overlays make it look pretty get your stand looking nice better quality pineapples your better content you know all these different things to upgrade the quality well now you have a perfectly fine stand you have a perfectly fine road why the hell aren't people coming you know that's a lot of questions that people never get past because they never understand the next part and that is to network and to advertise for your stream or podcast listen if walmart never would have put up a billboard it never would have put up a sign never would have built out of that texas store they would never have gotten out of that texas store simply put so how are we going to sell your pineapples what is so special about your pineapples that makes them want to come to your pineapple store your pineapple store has the sweetest pineapple south of the Riviera. Throw that out there. That sounds neat, right? So what do we do? We go and we post on social media. We put up billboards. We put up signs. We put up all these different content way out in the world reaching for people. We tell them, hey, I have the sweetest pineapples south of the Riviera. Come check out my pineapples. Maybe you don't get a million people because that sounds ridiculous you get one or two you establish these relationships and what are they going to do they're going to say wow i really enjoyed his pineapples let me go tell more people about it 
then they go out and they're like, oh, dude, I was just in this guy's pineapple store the other day. I really enjoyed his pineapples. You should go check them out. Of course, I'm meaning you stream and whatnot. But at the end of the day, you get what I'm saying. And so essentially, how do we get you to selling more pineapples? How do we get you to get more viewers? And that's by upgrading your content, getting it to be the best it can possibly be and networking and advertising for it. If you're not networking and advertising for it, Twitch is not going to bring people to the zero viewer stream. That is a ter terrible business model. They will never promote the zero viewer stream no matter how much we want them to because, listen, they would make zero dollars and they would go bankrupt in a couple months if that's what they did. They promote the people that make them thousands of dollars an hour by just sitting there playing video games. So, how do we get you there? That's what I try to teach basics of. So my last two topics are my wrap up and what to implement, right? So my wrap up, you know, you learned a lot of things today. You're networking, what a quality versus content is, the whole discoverability versus um, quality cups, what it means that it takes luck to be a streamer and that it doesn't. FSCF friends schedule consistency fun my pineapples when to stream how much to put into networking how much to put into streaming tons of things but don't fear people like me well, there's not tons of us but we're here to help you reach out part of networking is finding other people with the same issues and the same mindset as you i want to see everyone succeed yeah we might be competition on twitch but at the end of the day, I hope, I hope that if somebody doesn't 100% enjoy my stream, that I was able to get somebody that's a new streamer to come into my stream and network and advertise. And that if that viewer goes and views them and they just found the cream of the crop, their favorite stream that they're going to watch till the day they die, that I was able to accomplish that for that viewer. Because at the end of the day, we do not own our viewers. Somebody can come listen to your podcast and then tomorrow go listen to some cooking podcast about cooking lemon bars you don't own that viewer behind every number is a person we do not own that person and so understand that if you are just the segue of getting somebody to another stream you at least accomplished helping someone else out and that's the important part of creating an audience that's okay with networking that's okay with sharing people because you don't own anybody I might have a great relationship with my mods in my stream. I might love seeing them there, but I tell them every time that they text me and they say, dude, I can't make it to your stream tonight. I'm so sorry. I tell them, look, dude, your real life's first. And I hope that if one night you decide that you want to go watch Ninja instead of me, that you don't feel ashamed because at the end of the day, listen, I hope that you had a good time there. I'm not here. I don't own you. Right. And that's my wrap up. Now I always tell people what to implement. So you have a podcast, right, Assassin? What are you doing no, to... No, I don't. Oh, you... Uh, yeah, I know. I'm confused. I just walked into this closet here, and I started talking to my phone with my headset on, looking all weird, and you just managed to be on the other end of the line. But what to implement, right? It, it's, a crazy, it's a crazy thought, all these things, all these different things, and you're like, how do I do this? This sounds like so much time. Because creating content, being a content creator, is a full-time job, right? When Ninja and all these people get off stream, their job doesn't end there. 
they go and they produce content on social media, they produce YouTube content, all these different things, or they pay people to do it, but at the end of the day, they are still producing those things by a secondary movement or whatever it may be. At the end of the day, at one point, they were creating those things themselves. So what to implement, right? In terms of your podcast, I would make sure that I have a Twitter promoting my podcast. I would make sure I have an Instagram promoting my podcast, taking pictures, have whoever's on the, the podcast, take a picture of themselves as they were recording it or record part of them recording it, whatever it may be. At the end of the day, get ways to produce content that reach people. I cannot stress it enough on your Twitter, your Instagram, your Facebook, create a Facebook, create a YouTube video out of these things, get a a gameplay from somebody else since your xbox doesn't record that well smack this on there even if you get two views that's two more people that looked at it than you had before and even if it took you an hour and a half to do it it's better than nothing go out into people's streams get to know them share the information that you know that you learned from me share your podcast tell them listen dude i might not be able to stream right now but it would be awesome if you helped me out by looking at my podcast maybe they don't listen to the entire thing maybe they just listen to a part of it Maybe they listen to all of it and they share the entire thing. Maybe they listen to every single one of your podcasts and become a diehard Assassin 534 fan. Whatever it is, you have to find ways to implement these things throughout your thing. So if I were talking to a new streamer, I would be telling them, look, this is what I want you to do right now. I want you to look at all your equipment, whether that means just your Xbox and you're going to click go live here in a few minutes. Think about upgrading it make a plan to upgrade it. it doesn't have to be tomorrow you don't have to go buy a gaming pc tomorrow a camera a microphone a boom arm a light neon lights behind you you don't have to do that but create a plan to do it at some point whether that means when you start getting paid by twitch or as you get donations or whatever it is create a plan to upgrade your quality content next implement what you can that's free if you have a gaming pc if you have a pc that you're streaming from Think about going and getting free overlays. I can tell you right now that look, makes you look 10 times better. Think about upgrading and making your stream interactive. Think about ways that other streamers are doing it and copy them. Fake it till you make it. If it doesn't work, join them, right? At the end of the day, find ways to improve your content and all of the free stuff online you can do. For example, Assassin, looking at your podcasts, I think they're all awesome. I was looking at the people you have on them. They're amazing. But you know what would be great? I really don't know how Anchor works, so apologize me. I apologize if this doesn't even make sense. But it'd be amazing if at the end of every podcast you had whoever you were interviewing take a picture and you take a picture at the same time you cut it right down the middle and put it as if you guys are sitting right next to each other and you smacked that picture on it. I think it'd be awesome. People would stop seeing a little gray box that says, hey, come look at Assassin's Thing. Finding ways to make these more personable, finding ways to improve your content, all these different ways, you just got to find ways to implement it. And I know I've just sat here and talked for like 30 minutes, but understand this same spiel that I gave to you it's not word for word. I take my time with each one of these. This isn't written down. I have five things written down on my screen. And it's that number one, two, three, four, and five that I told you about at the beginning. Those are the only words I have on my screen. Everything else that I have, the things I've learned and I've understood and I now have saved in my heart and I tell people about. Some people 
turn around and say, that's stupid. I'm going to hit go live and stream for another six months to five viewers. That's fine with me. That doesn't matter. At least you listened. I appreciate it. But at the end of the day, helping people is what I'm all about. And if that means helping you out with Discord, helping you out with understanding how to market yourself, network, whatever it is, that's what I'm about. So I apologize for talking your ear off. That's just my spiel. <laughs> hey, it's a podcast. The whole thing is talking. That's all it really needs. That's the beauty of podcasts. Like, you entertain people by speaking. It's Solid. not that big a deal if you're the only one who's talking. Nice. Uh, well, yeah, that's pretty much what I do. I do that on a daily basis, too. I, like, this week, so far, you know, I've had... Um, I have this week off. Um, and so, what I've done... Although I've had a lot of chores to do around the house and whatnot. Um, I can tell you just from the past two days, I've talked to, I think six or seven new streamers and i've talked to them with just about the same things i talked to you there right and at the end i always tell them the same thing i'm like look listen i'm sure you saw this coming but this is my shameless plug for my stream but not for the weird reasons of come just view me because i'm me i have built an audience around myself of awesome people okay they're so supportive of everybody and that's what i'm about i'm about building this brand of people that are willing to help out anyone and everyone so that one day I can bring my volunteerism that I do in real life to my stream and that we can help new people out. And that one day, if I have thousands of people uh, viewing me, every single time I go live, I can scroll down to that zero viewer person, think about it for five seconds and remember myself sitting there, hands on the controller, not interacting with my chat and raid the mess out of them and change their lives. That's what I hope to do. But because of me building this amazing audience around myself, I've created some awesome people. And I'll tell you one of them, her name's Negla. She's one of my favorite people that I've met. She's awesome. You know, last Thursday, well, the Thursday before last is when we first met and she had like 83 followers. And that was the first time she hopped into my chat um, during stream. And it was awesome. She was cool. Um, she said she'd be coming the next day. She came in Friday. It was awesome. And I talked about helping her make it to affiliate. And then she came in Saturday. And then she came in Sunday. And it was amazing. She just kept hopping in, having a good time, networking with all my audience, networking with me, integrating herself into my community. It was amazing. She didn't have affiliate before um, coming into my stream. By Tuesday, remember, 83 followers before, implementing all the things I taught her, and coming in and networking with my audience by tuesday she had 127 followers and had affiliate and to be able to say that i helped to do that it just amazes me and i hope one day to be able to do that same thing but with partnership i hope that one day i'm able to raid somebody and talk to them for 30 minutes after their stream while they're streaming while they're freaking out about a huge raid and tell them that they can make partner too and that's what i hope to do so maybe that's just me maybe there's not anybody else out there that want to help people as much as I do but I enjoy doing it and this has been TED Talks with Godfather no, there you go um, so I do also have a question for you that I forgot to ask earlier what do you mean Defiance? because I know that you're a part of Defiance and it's a wonderful community I know that but what do you think about it I think Team Defiance is really cool. It was one of the very first um, streamer communities I joined two and a half months ago. 
I think I'd been streaming for a solid week and a half, and I knew nothing was going anywhere, so I really wanted to immerse myself. I knew there was a community out there somewhere that could help, and so I started looking for streaming groups, and that was one of the very first ones I joined. And I can tell you, I really enjoy it. It's got a really good atmosphere. There's some awesome people there. I've met some amazing friends, a lot of people that have helped me, a lot of people that I refer business to. I've helped them a lot with their Discord. I've built most of their Discord, gone through the entire thing with them, up, down, left, right, and I love it. But at the same time, All right, now let's do this again because Godfather is yet again having shitty internet. <laughs> so, let's put in another transmission. All right, we're back again. <laughs> Sorry about that, y'all. That was a fail. My bad. Um, so... Essentially, what, what you had asked me was what I think about Team Defiance, and I went on to basically say that, you know, I love Team Defiance, I've done a lot to help them out, and they've done a lot to help me out, and I love them, and I represent them, and I, you know, recruit for them, and all these things, but it's important to understand that, you know, you don't owe 100% loyalty to anybody or any team or any community of streamers until you sign a document, right? And so if you signed a document with like FaZe or some big community like that, understand that, you know, you owe loyalty to them. But for these streamer communities, there's so many of them out there. You should be taking advantage of as many of them as possible, utilizing them as much as possible. And at the end of the day, there are way more communities out there than just Team Defiance. And I love them all. Team Defiance does have a special place in my heart, though, just because it was my very first and the one that I really helped um, with the Discord first off. So it really is an amazing community. I love Carl. I love all of them. They're really dope people. But understand that there are more Discords out there and that Team Defiance does not just have to be your only one out there. And that if you're just trying to grow, it's, it's imperative to understand that you can be a part of all of them versus just one. On the other hand, I still very much recommend Team Defiance because I'm in there too and it's a wonderful Oh yeah, no, no, no. I would, listen, during my streams, I tell people and every time I get into another topic, I'm always like, listen, I can't help you with everything. I can't help you 100% of the time, but I can sure as hell try. And at the end of the day, a great place that I get a lot of help from stream-wise, tech-wise, you know, viewership wise all these different things and all these different places that i help out new streamers or with discord or whatever i help them out in so many different communities and the thing to remember is every time i get onto these topics i recruit for team defiance i recruit for ls5 i recruit for nugget crew i recruit for the spank gang i recruit for all these different places right and i promote all these different places and that's because you don't owe loyalty to just one, and you can be in all of them. Even if I recommend each one, that doesn't make any of them lesser or better than the other. They're all unique and amazing in their own way. So, let's see. Um, I remember going to Shinji at one point and drawing. When did that, and how did that come about? That's my... <laughs> Oh man, that's a good story. So, um, you know, when I became an affiliate, uh, 
um, one of my biggest things was, you know, how do I get people to want to subscribe to me other than, hey, you get to support me, right? And so I was thinking, you know, I don't want it to necessarily be something that everybody else is doing. I don't want it to be something that um, they can say, oh, you just copied that from blah, 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 blah. And so, you know, I, I toyed around with a lot of ideas. I toyed around with the thought of, you know, getting postcards made, signing them and sending them to people. I thought that was pretty lame because you didn't get to see it on stream. And that's what people really want to see. You know, if they subscribe, they follow, they donate, they want to see that little notification up there. But when you take that extra step further and you subscribe, you're really committing to this person. You're really committing to this streamer. And it's important um, to really show them, you know, that they're appreciated. And so I kind of wanted to find a way to implement the um, my affection towards these people by taking a little time out of my stream to um, draw them something they wanted. And what's funny is I'm really not an artist in any way, shape, or form. I've done a lot of, you know, spray painting in the past, but I've never really just drawn things. And so um, the, the whole idea was that I would draw these pictures for people. They would laugh with me as I drew them. And then afterwards, if they wanted to, they could clip it and they'd have something funny to show people. Hey, I, I, the streamer I know, I ended up uh, subscribing to them and they gave me a cool picture. They painted this for me and it's awesome, you know? And so that's just something I ended up doing. Now, of course, this isn't going to be 100% manageable forever. You know, if I ever get to the point where I have over 100 subs and there's like 15 people subscribing throughout the day or throughout the stream, you know, I'm going to have to, you know, cut it back a little bit. But at the end of the day, I'm going to do my best until I can't anymore, giving people that little bit of an affection that I can give back. And so just like Nego, when she asked me to draw a dolphin with noodles or Starfire Beauty, when she asked me to draw a star on fire, you know, I have no idea how to draw these things, but I'm sure it's all going to try. <laughs> Oh shit, I just looked at the time. Um, so, now that I look at the time, we've been going for over 45 minutes to close to an hour now. If you don't have anything else that you want to say, or if you have any final words, go ahead and say them, like, because we're probably going to be ending soon. Okay. Um, shameless plug here. Um, listen, if you are a new streamer, an old streamer, maybe you've hit a wall. Maybe you're a podcast creator. Maybe you're just an Instagrammer. Maybe you like to tweet a lot. Whatever it is, I can promise you that I can help you. I have put hundreds upon hundreds upon hundreds of hours into learning about the algorithms of Twitter, learning about the algorithms of Instagram, learning about how Twitch works, learning about what you know viewers want, learning about what other streamers want to watch when they go to watch their favorite streamer. I put so much time into gathering this knowledge that I, at this point, I love sharing it with people. I, that doesn't mean I stop learning new things, but my biggest goal with creating this brand that I call The Godfather is to one, be, one day be known as the dawn of Twitch. The person that helps out everybody, you know, and in return, you just owe me an eternal loyalty and a favor that you get to go murder people for me. But um, at the end of the day, <laughs> in all seriousness, I uh, I ask that if you know a streamer or you are that streamer or you're that tweeter or whatever it may be that needs help, 
reach out. Listen, you can find my Discord on all my social medias. You can find my business email if you have a business inquiry. You can find all my different ways to link up with me. All my DMs and my uh, messages on all apps are open for everybody, and I read and reply to every single comment. I am here for you guys, no matter how big I get. I will always take time to talk to every single person until I physically can't. And then we'll address that situation when it gets there. But I promise you that I will find a way to help you, whether it be through a book, through myself, through video series, I'll be there for you. And that's what I wanted to, that's what I want to make sure people understand. So thank you for having me, Assassin. I appreciate it. This is random. I've never done one of these before. It's a cool experience. Yeah, and I'm glad to have you on here. You're a wonderful person, great streamer, and a pretty good friend of mine as well. So I'm glad to have you here. So awesome. this concludes. Oh, sorry. Do you have anything else to say? No, I just said, I was just saying awesome. Thank you, dude. Yeah, well, it's the truth. Anyways, this concludes today's episode of Assassin Talks. I hope you all enjoyed. Thank you to Godfather for coming on, and I'll see you all next time.